0: Good afternoon to everybody on the LMP event sound forum. This is your weekly podcast with our usual co-host, Mr. Paul, sound guy Spicer, who's in his office. Good afternoon, Paul. How are we? I am indeed. Good afternoon, Mr. Ben. Mr. Ben. Oh yes, I'm just going to quickly get to actually with the heat. I wouldn't. I probably do need to keep getting changed into cooler clothes. I think. But uh, there you go. Um, And today, I don't know about you, Paul, but we have an absolute inspiration. I think we've both known our guest today for a fair few years now. With what he's been through, he has a major disability, which Ben is going to go into. He has been in the shielding group, so he's been literally locked in for the four months, five months now that the lockdown has been going on. Uh, And yet he still has a positive attitude, he takes part in everything he can, and he's a perfect guy who finds solutions. So without further ado, it's such a story that nobody else can tell other than himself. Over to Mr. Ben Kelly from
1: BJK Entertainment. Good afternoon, Ben. How are we? Good afternoon. I'm great, thank you, Ben. How are you?
0: All the better for talking to you, sir. You're going to inspire the whole forum, I know you, so
1: go on. The floor is yours. I have a a disability called Spina Bifida Hydrocephalus. So what that basically means is my spine didn't form properly as a child basically how you have vertebras all down your spine and certain parts of my uh, spine didn't nick together properly the signals for example for my legs don't work they don't get to the brain and that's what the, the spinal bifida is i also have something called uh, hydrocephalus that goes along with that and what that is is it's water on the brain so everybody's got css fluid that is everybody that just how your brain works and unfortunately your um everybody's brain creates lots of this fluid and that's what normally happens but the problem with my body is um my excess fluid doesn't drain away so everybody had like little ducks in in their neck and that Drains the the, the, the old through away, way, then you create more. So I um, didn't have those little ducks created when I was born. Uh, they didn't form properly, so they um, had to put in an artificial tube going from my brain to my stomach to save m- me having excess fluid on the brain because you can die from too much pressure on the brain. That is what my disability is, initially. So I'm gonna fast forward to five years ago at the moment, just to briefly tell you a bit of story at the moment. I uh, recently had a massive headache, didn't know what was going on, and I actually passed out, and I fell out of bed. Basically, that was due to too much pressure on my brain. And what, what actually happened was, is I actually got rushed to the hospital where they uh, took that tube out and they put another tube in, and that one blocked as well because it it was blockages in the tube that that caused that. Well, I had three tubes replaced, basically. Eventually, they said, right, push comes to shove. We're going to have to widen the ventricles in the front of my brain so now my CSF fluid runs like anybody else's and I don't actually have that tube in my head anymore, going to my stomach. So that's the big contrast of, I'm now 36. So that's uh, 30 odd years of technology with the condition of how far it's come. Because back when I was born and prior to that, people weren't surviving with my condition. So as time's gone on, They've actually managed to get workarounds, shall we say? And only last year, I think it was, they can actually do an operation out in the womb, where the the disability that I've got, because I'm I'm a wheelchair u- user, they don't have to be in a wheelchair. They can just be, be walking, but, but with a waddle, rather than be um, a wheelchair user. So. And that's all because of technology come on again with that specific operation. In a way, Ben,
0: you're quite yeah. lucky that you were born when you were, because technology advanced, yeah, and, yet, and yet
1: if you were born now, it's advanced even more. If I was born now, I, in my opinion, because it is all medical and I don't know much about it, I reckon I would have a, a massive, an 80% chance of actually being a better off disabled person, if that is the politically correct way of saying it. I wouldn't have to have had to go through the stuff I've gone through. Just quickly, I've had 26, 7 brain brain operations throughout my life. Between when I was born and one, two, I had 27 brain operations because I'm, I'm allergic to latex. And all these tubes were made from latex. So they had to keep trying different ones to actually make it work. And the one that, that lasted, let's call it 30, 30 years, was actually a prototype from a different country. So a, a prototype that lasted 30 years, I think that's pretty bloody good going. It's, it's remarkable. It really is, mate. It is. Thank you. Uh, I wanted to just dot around my life with my actual condition. I went to a a, a school for the disabled. It's totally different to, to a normal school. You go from year to year within the same building and it's all geared around life skills and all that. It's a centre of excellence, both school and my, uni- uh, and my college were. But that doesn't really set me on the playing field to do a normal job so to speak I've had to uh, adapt my situation so I went through GCSEs I went to a specialist college for the disabled who put me through them and I got I think I think it was ungraded because I didn't have the input from the school because everybody in the school, wasn't able to to learn about GCSEs and a normal curriculum so I've had to learn again through the college bits and pieces and they just didn't teach me enough to actually learn to pass it. From school I went to National Star College in Cheltenham which is an all disabled college again And they put me through the GCSE English and Maths, which again, I got a U from, but computing. And because that was more logical thinking rather than adding and subtracting, it was more practical. So it enabled me to get through, to go on to a BTEC National Diploma, which then gave me more IT skills to then go into university as a web designer. I went to the university to try and become a web designer. Back then I was like, yes, I'm going to be the new Bill Gates. I'm going to become rich and famous and all that. Unfortunately, I got something called cellulitis. Now, cellulitis is the inflammation of the skin. So my legs went red from the knee down, both legs. And the cure for that is bed rest. So I had to have bed rest. Having bed rest meant I couldn't be in the classroom. So guess what? I failed it because I couldn't be in the classroom and learn. To date, I have no qualifications at all. Now, going back again, while I was at the college for the disabled, I built up a very strong following, people like me, etc. I went for the student union position of entertainment officer. And I was like that's what I want to do. I'm going to do something with my life in this university. I'm going to make a difference and I was like yeah okay let's do it. I got the position and I was then tasked with putting on entertainment for the whole college. 200 students plus on a campus in the middle of fields. It was in farmland basically. Lots of people within that college had disabilities that they had to have one, one-to-one support or they had to have help getting into town. The town, I could jump in a taxi, the taxi cost me £10 each way just to go and get some shopping or to go clubbing etc. I was given an amount of money per weekend to support my activities that I wanted to put on. That amount of m- money wasn't enough for one DJ for one weekend. I said, tell you what, triple the money and I will buy the equipment myself and I will be in-house DJ. So I did that, learned everything from scratch. So something clicked. You have people in the audience that have disabilities that aren't able to move, but they, they can't walk, they can't talk. They, they can't do anything. All of a sudden, you've got a massive smile on their face and they're moving their arms and legs because their favourite songs come on. I seen the spark in that person and that person made me think, you know what, I can do this as a business. So I did that and that, that was brilliant. I left the college, went to the university, did my three years there because cause I kept getting ill with my leg. I couldn't do the course, but I kept trying. I went back year after year for three years. I used all my funding from the student council to, to go each year back again, try again, try again. After after three years, I, I gave up. I, I realised actually this isn't gonna work. After college, I went back to Cheltenham because I, 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 was, I was living in Cheltenham at the time. I went to Bristol to university and then went back home to, to, to Cheltenham. And in Cheltenham I was like, what can I do with my life because I've got a disability, I can't get up for a nine-to-five job because I need carers to help me to bed and stuff, that's just the reality of my life. What can I do? I know what I'll do, I will continue my passion at, at the college and create a business. But I haven't got business skills. What do I do? I then enrolled in, in onto the Prince's Trust Enterprise uh, Scheme, who taught me how to run a business, how to get clients, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They also gave me a grant, which enabled me to get my uh, first equipment, which was 2012. I then set up a business became the DJ and then quite quickly started to realise that after a while I was actually getting more I'm a DJ, but I now also work with singers, bands, etc. etc. So I started to realise that actually I can bring all these people in and become an entertainment company rather than just a single DJ. If I name myself as an entertainment company, it makes it sound bigger and I I can then help more people do things. So in 2013, like I was saying, I run a business and it it was going okay. It was a purpose in life. November the 30th, 2017, remember it exactly as if it was yesterday. I turned limited. I changed my business name to BJK Entertainment Limited. It's the best thing that i ever done. Do, do you feel that you grew up that day? That The
0: original name you had was was good at the time, it was a little bit funny, but to move forward,
1: BJK Entertainment was a real maturity statement. Absolutely, 100%. Because a lot of people will shy away from this, but I actually don't care. I, as a disabled person, cannot work the 30, 40 hours week that a normal person can. Because of my disability, sometimes puts me in bed just like it is now. I have no issues around the way people see it. I hold my hand up, I'm still on benefits. I have to work within the remit of what the the benefits allow me to, to earn. In my early days, I would just put in all the money I earn into my account, and that was that. And then the benefits would see it at the end of the year and go, What are you doing? Earning XYZ because you're not allowed to earn XYZ. I was actually interviewed under oath questions about it. I was like, yeah, no, that that is what is in my bank account. But what you're forgetting is, because I'm disabled, I have to have a helper, I have to pay petrol, I have to have so many things that I have to pay out for to do that gig. I actually earned £50 a gig rather than at, at the time it was £150 a gig. I, th- so I think it, I think thing- I think, it, I, think
0: it, I think it's important there, Ben. We point out to the forum that the petrol is actually for the van and not for the wheelchair. You've not got some kind of super, <laughs> super wheelchair, have you?
1: <laughs> yes, that was definitely for the van. <laughs> uh, a little bit of a shout out there. Anybody that has a wheelchair like that, please get in touch. <laughs> uh, that would be awesome because I could I could literally have a trailer on the back. Then couldn't I? you got too far into it now Ben yeah I think that's all this without going and what I was left with 50 pound a month uh, sorry 50 pound per gig after the case was closed and they and they apologized for their naivety basically and that's why I went limited separate entity and I don't get that upheaval from the benefits moaning at me left, right and centre.
0: And I think that's a shame when you're trying to uh, to create your own future. But let's fast forward to the current crisis. I mean, you've been through enough in life. What what does a, a
1: lockdown do for somebody like yourself? So, middle of March was my last gig, I believe, if I remember correctly. I was in the shielding group. Because I've got a disability, I would lock down even more because I was classed as what they call vulnerable. Everybody with, with a disability, whether you've got something like mine or whether you've got COPD, which affects the lungs, etc., you're in lockdown, which meant food parcels. And it meant nobody could, my, my even my brother and sister and mother and father couldn't see me. They had to stand at the window and wave to me for five months. But at the same time, I get it, I get why. They did that to protect everybody and, and et cetera, et cetera. Events-wise, uh, I've had nothing for five m- months. I've tried to pivot and do things online, etc, but because um, the algorithm and because of the um, copyright, etc, my lives get m- muted, so that isn't even a goer with me at the moment. I am thinking of other ways to... Um, pivot but at the moment i'm just i'm just riding it out
0: but you're only riding out because of the strength you've put in your business previously ben isn't it so that's a massive absolutely. positive
1: absolutely for seven years anything that i earn back in the business chucking it back in making making it grow absolutely and then corona hit and like, oh yeah you can get this loan you can get that grant you can get this that the other but we're going to base it on on the past three years of your profits and loss. My accounts technically show zero. Well, that's not going to help me, is it? So I, I've got absolutely nothing from this Corona or the business uh, help and everything. I've got absolutely nothing.
0: I mean, it's, it's just remarkable, Ben. You've been through so much and, and uh, you know, things are chucked at you, but you always seem to bounce back. You, you, you bounce back. Well, on a bounce-back loan from the government, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> you find it difficult at the moment because of copyrights, et cetera, and I'm sure you're making plans to do other things. But to stay positive for who I think you've been, you are an inspiration to many on this forum. Uh, And I know that a lot of people have a lot of time and and respect for you. And we've worked together at events in the past, me and you, and I know you've worked together with Paul. You're not worried to collaborate and use other people, are you? And, and, And make sure that event
1: gets the best it can get. Okay, I'm in this situation. I can't get out of it. I've got to make the best I can. What can I do that is showing me going above and beyond? Based on you, a wedding, for example, to your partner. Uh, and you've gone for a venue with a great big staircase that goes up to the venue door. How the bloody hell am I going to get up to that? Being in a wheelchair, I can't do it. I've worked around that. I I work with other DJs to do the stuff that I can't can't access. I will do any kind of of event. The access issues that stop me from doing X, Y, Z. So what I've done is I've got a team of people that I that I work with that I can say, do me a favour, can you cover that for me? Although I'm a single person within my business, I do collaborate with other people to do whatever. That is along the lines of just getting cover. But also if a bride comes to me and says, you know, a singer, do you know a band? I absolutely can bring those in as well.
0: Ben, it's been an inspirational story. It's been a pleasure to listen to you, sir. You know, you're well loved on the forum and the fact that you are still here in respect of your business and you are only going to get stronger. And obviously when we come out of lockdown, we'll see you back on the circuit entertaining people because that's what you're good at. So thank you, sir. You're a gent. As always on the podcast, now over to Mr Spicer. Once again, it's an interesting week. Events being cancelled, events going on. It's all confused again,
2: isn't it? Government grants have opened up as of Monday um, for venues and certain companies. Even with the the breakdown of, you know, trying to make it, explain it easily, it's still as clear as mud as who can apply, who can't. The the craziest thing is the money's supposed to cover these venues and, and businesses from October till March next year because the next six months is very uncertain except you don't get the money if you're successful until the end of October. So they've got to find money for the next three months. Um, and as we've seen, there's a lot of venues that have closed down. We had uh, Zanzibar in Liverpool this week was announced that's unfortunately closed down. But on the other hand, there's a number of well-known bands and musicians who are clubbing together to do uh, Kickstarters to basically fund uh, some of their favourite venues. So for, for instance, you've got the Arctic Monkeys. Uh, who are known from being in Sheffield, who are, who are doing a fundraising gig for the Leadmill in Sheffield, uh, and numerous other bands doing theirs. Elbows are doing one of theirs from Berry and stuff. There's like that going on, and the big significant thing that happened yesterday uh, was the Me We Make Events protest, which meant that number of venues were lit red, uh, and number of different freelancers, technicians, suppliers, people in the events industry took out to the streets all across the UK not only to promote their venues, but to promote themselves and say to the government that the government are clearly not doing enough to cover our industry. And if they keep leaving it and leaving it and leaving it, there ain't going to be an industry for anyone. So there won't be events. It's, it's quite a sad thing to see, but I, I was absolutely heartwhelmed to see how many people were out there. And there's a number of members that are in this group, that went out uh, in their local areas and did it and took part. So my hats off to you for doing that. And thank you for your support or thank you for sharing the campaigns. They've been going out on Facebook and stuff. So we hope we get their attention. It got some media coverage. I don't think it was enough. Hopefully it will get the attention and something can be done. Cause the, the, the scariest thing is they've said that with these grants, once you've applied or if you've applied for another grant, you cannot apply again. Uh, the interesting thing is, we're still waiting to see who these 180 grassroots venues are. Uh, they're going to get rewarded the money. Now, they're not going to announce that until about near the end of August. So, the funny thing is, venues are going to be wondering, shall I apply for the grant that opened on Monday or shall I wait? Well, if they wait till the end of the month and then they're not successful, they've then got to try and get through to the second round. So, it's almost like not really helping them. They should have just said, right, we don't, 180 venues, these are the venues, they're getting the money, everyone else apply. There you go. And every, again, everyone's left in limbo. So a very, very strange week indeed. Well, I hope that's cleared everything
0: up for everybody. And if it has, please Not. do let... <laughs> yeah, If it has cleared up for you, please please let us know what it's cleared up because we're unsure. Look, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, keep the businesses going. We are needed. We will be needed when we do get back to some kind of normality. Please do support the hashtag, WeMakeEvents. Ben, it's been an absolute pleasure, sir. I would like to thank you. And I know Mr. Spice would like to thank you.
2: No problem. Thank you, Ben. Great to have you on here. And thanks, Ben, for doing the podcast.
0: Great stuff.